Welcome to the Early Career Moves Podcast, the career strategy podcast for BIPOC folks in their 20s and 30s trying to figure out their next career move. I'm your host, Priscilla Weninger Bolcha, Latinx career coach, former talent recruiter, and human capital management consultant. Each Friday, I'll share an actionable tip to help you on your career change journey so that you can job search with confidence, land amazing job offers, and get on with your life. Let's get started. Hey everyone, how's it going? I'm excited to be here with you today and continue the conversation that we started last week on career non-negotiables. So on last week's episode, I talked about the importance of getting really clear on your top three career non-negotiables or requirements for your next career move. This is something that I recommend you do at the beginning of your career change process before you begin to create a list of target companies or even target career paths because it will save you an incredible amount of time. You won't waste your time networking with people, companies, going to events, upskilling, or researching companies that just don't make sense for you and are not going to be the right fit for you. And if you're one of those people who keeps saying, well, I don't know what I want to do next, then this is really important for you to actually do this exercise because it uses the power of process of elimination. And doing this exercise will help you do that. So definitely go back to last week's episode if you missed that. Today's episode is the natural next step, which is, okay, cool, I I get how career non-negotiables work, but how do I figure out what they are for me? Don't worry, I got you. I'm gonna walk you through one of my coaching tools that I developed and use with my clients. It's called the Current Job Situation Audit. You can use it on your current job if it's the job that you want to move away from or a past job that maybe you've left recently. The purpose of doing this exercise is twofold. Number one, it's knowing your numbers, really understanding your current data when it comes to that current job or the job that you just left. And then secondly, pinpointing your strongest pain points so that you can inform your career non-negotiables. I really do think of this as an audit because it helps you do an objective analysis of that job using eight broad categories, which I'll share shortly. And it'll help you evaluate how satisfied you are or are not within these categories and reflect on what is a want versus a need for your next move. I want you to think of doing this exercise as like going to the doctor and getting your blood work done. It is truly a data gathering exercise. It's a neutral exercise. We're not really assigning any meaning. We're not really engaging with our thoughts or feelings about the data or the numbers. We're really just pulling the numbers. So as I go through the questions for each of these eight categories, Your responses to the questions will be in the format of numbers, dates, or black and white yes or no answers. I want you to pretend like you're a neutral third party, like you're not you. You're actually for this exercise going to be a neutral third party individual who is just doing an audit. Save the emotions for later. Only at the very end of the exercise will you look at the hard data and figure out 
how you are thinking and feeling about them. So a lot of you are listening to this, you know, on the go. If you're listening to this on the go, obviously you won't be actually doing the exercise. That's fine. In the show notes of this episode, you'll find a link where you can download a copy of the worksheet and do it on your own time. I would do it, you know, maybe over a period of a week. It might take between one, two hours. And I know that might seem like a lot, but I promise you're going to glean some really meaningful insights from doing this work, sitting down and actually answering these questions. If you're just listening today, as I go through the questions, ask yourself if you'd be able to answer them and what you would need to be able to answer them. All right, let's go ahead and get started. So category one is compensation and benefits. We're going to start with writing down data points as they relate to this area, compensation of benefits. It's pretty straightforward. If you need to pull your recent pay stub or your recent benefits guide, do that because you're likely going to need that. And I would also just have your laptop open because you might need Glassdoor open to do a few Google searches. Okay, I'm going to start to run through the questions. What is your annual base salary? What is your take-home pay every two weeks or four weeks, depending on how often you get paid? What did you receive as a bonus or additional compensation in the past year if you did? What is the average salary for someone in your job in your city? When was the last time you received a pay increase? What was the percent bump in increase? How much are you getting taken out of your paycheck each month for health insurance? How much do you save each month on average over the last 12 months? How much debt are you required to pay monthly? So think of this as minimum required payments added up. What is your annual health insurance deductible that you have to meet each year if you do have health insurance offered via your employer? How much are you getting taken out of your paycheck each month towards retirement? How much have you built over retirement savings over the last year? How much does your company match your retirement contributions? How does this compare to other companies in your industry? What is your tax rate based on the city and state where you live? If you live in a high cost of living city or state, run a comparison of how much your current base salary is equivalent to a lower cost city or state. If you have a partner that you live with or share a life with, what is their monthly take-home pay? And lastly, is there anything you cannot currently afford that you consider to be critical to your quality of life or well-being? All right, congrats. You made it through the first category. Let's move on to category number two. Category number two is about career growth opportunities. Okay, I'm going to start to go through the questions. Again, these should be yes or no questions, quantifiable number type answers. Number one, have you been promoted at your current org or company? If so, how many times and how long did it take to get these promotions? Number two, how often does your manager meet with you to talk about your growth at the organization? And These are times when they give you performance feedback or ask you about your own career development needs. How much training did you receive to perform your job when you first joined the organization? This can be in terms of number of trainings, number of days or weeks that you were given in terms of training. Have you been offered any resources to help you do your job better? This can be something like meaningful professional development training, paid conferences, paid coaches, tuition reimbursement, access to LinkedIn Learning, or any other online learning platform. 
How many resources have you actually used or taken advantage of from those resources? Lastly, what is the next job title that you could get promoted to at your organization? And how long do you think it would take you to get there? All right, that's the end of category number two. Moving on to category number three, people. How many people do you interact with on a daily and weekly basis at work on average? How often do you meet with them and for how long? For example, what percentage of your day are you meeting with people? What are these relationships? For example, is it a manager or is it people who you manage? Is it people who you business partner with, customers or clients? So get to the kinds of relationships that you have with the people that you're interacting with on a daily and weekly basis. Do you manage people? Are you managing anyone who is underperforming or on a performance improvement plan? Have you been placed on a performance improvement plan or categorized as underperforming by your manager? What is the last performance rating that you were given and communicated? Was it communicated to you? How many difficult conversations or tense moments have you had with people at your job in the last week, month, and year? Last question here, how often do you engage with conflict at work on average? All right. Moving on to category number four, work-life balance. What time do you start your workday and what time do you close your laptop or leave the building on average? On average, how many hours per week are you attending meetings, answering emails, or doing administrative work? On average, how many hours per week are you immersed in actual core work activities? On average, how many hours per week are dead? That means not a lot is going on. What are other responsibilities that you have outside of work and take up time? These can be external commitments that happen regularly every week. For example, picking up or dropping off a child, a part-time side hustle activity, an online course or class. How often are there quote-unquote fire drills or emergency situations that come up at work? How many weekends have you had to work in the past year? How many days of PTO do you receive per year? How many of those have you used in the last year? Which holidays or breaks do you receive every year? What is your organization's work policy remote regarding remote work, hybrid work, or in the office work? What outside activities do you schedule for yourself personally and are very important to you? This can be things like dinner with family, going on dates, going to the gym, Be specific about how many hours this requires and how often you do these activities per week. Okay, category number five, health. Number one, are you seeing a therapist? If so, does your health insurance cover it or are you paying out of pocket? Number two, how often do you move or exercise per week on average? Number three, how often do you cook or grocery shop for yourself? Number four, when was the last time that you went to the doctor to get a physical exam and blood work done? And if you're a woman, when was the last time you went to get a, well, a, woman's, a women's wellness exam? Lastly, do you have a health goal that you haven't been able to achieve yet? Category number six, relationships. Number one, do you have a significant other, spouse, co-parent, or partner? And then the, my next few questions apply if you answered yes to that. Do you live with your partner? Do you share a child with your partner? How do you and your partner split responsibilities around the house? Things like cleaning, running errands, other key responsibilities. How many hours do you spend with your partner per week? And this can be more in the quality time, quality of time basis. How often does your job, 
how often does your job dissatisfaction impact conflict or arguments with your partner? This could show up in a few ways. Number one, you're often in a stressed, bad mood. You're often stressed, in a bad mood, in a bad mood, or exhausted because of your job. Number two, you're unavailable to complete household responsibilities like cooking or cleaning dishes or childcare. Number three, you're working a lot of hours and not able to spend quality time with your partner. Number four, you're not able to cover financial obligations. Number five, your partner makes significantly less money or doesn't work and the financial obligations largely fall on you. Going back to the main questions for relationships, are you single? And if so, these are my questions for my single folks. Number one, are you prioritizing dating people? If so, how often do you go on dates with new people? And how much time are you spending each week trying to meet people and go on dates? Number three, do you live near your family? If so, how often do you see them? How often do you talk to them? How many close friends do you have right now? How many of those close friends do you communicate with regularly, for example, every, every one to two weeks? Of those close friends, how many of them live in your city and how often do you see them? Last question here, do you have a religious, a religion or a religious or spirituality practice or go to a place of, of worship on a regular basis? And if so, how often? Category number seven, joy I I love this one because I gave it an interesting name, but it's basically joy, adventure, and travel. Number one, what are three activities that bring you joy outside of work? How often do you do those activities? And you can look at this as, for example, in the last four weeks, how often did I do them? Number two, do you have hobbies? What are they? How often do you do them? Number three, how do you rest during the week? What kinds of activities do do you take part in to relax or rest? Number four, how many trips or vacations do you go on every year? Last category, impact meaning. Number one, what is your organization or company's mission and vision? Number two, how do you or how does your job directly contribute to that mission or vision? Number three, could a computer or robot easily do your job in the next five years? Number four, what would happen at your job realistically if you suddenly disappeared? Okay, so... I know those were a lot of questions, and for those who are going through the exercise, once you get through it, congrats, because that's a lot of work to answer those questions and use the data that you have available to you. Now it's time to ask yourself some questions and dig deep into your thoughts about these data points. You might be surprised at how you might have felt getting these questions and answering some of these questions, and that's normal because... The purpose of that exercise is to turn on the light in the attic and bring awareness to your current situation. What you're going to do now is you're going to go through each category again, look at what you answered for each category, and then you're going to rate each category on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, 1 being the lowest in terms of your satisfaction with that area of your current or past job. 10 being like, this is extraordinary, it's literally the best, and one being like, I'm miserable and I hate this, and this is probably one of the reasons that I want to change my job. After you go and rate all of these, I have four big reflection questions for you. What has surprised you the most about going through these categories, answering these questions, rating the sections? Which category did you rate the lowest and why? Which categories did you rate the highest and why? 
What is the number one problem you want to solve in your next career move? What are the top three needs or non-negotiables that you will need to prioritize in your next career move? What would be the cherry on top, nice to have, wants for your next career move based on these different categories? All right, that's all I have for you today. I am excited to hear what you uncover doing this exercise. This is truly one of the most meaningful exercises. It's like a current state assessment to understand how your career is doing right now, what is making you unhappy, what are the pain points, and what you want to solve in your next career move. Typically, what I do is with my clients, after they go through this exercise, we spend one or two coaching sessions talking through all of these and really creating a strong plan for what they're aiming for in their next career move. In the meantime, post your reflections and career non-negotiables on Instagram. Tag me at Priscilla Bolcha. Would love to see what you got out of this exercise. All right, y'all have a beautiful weekend. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you head over to ecmpodcast.com slash free course and sign up for my free job search training course. I teach you the three things that you need to know before you go into a job search process. My goal is to help you change careers with confidence and ease so you can move on with your life. I'll see you next week.